everybody, and welcome to a new episode of StartupRad.io, your podcast show with startup news and interviews from Germany. Hello and welcome everybody to the Startup News April from Germany. This is StartupRad.io. This is Joe at the microphone. And today I do have a guest you never encountered yet. Hi, Elder. Yeah. Hi, Startup Radio listeners. I'm Elder. Could you briefly introduce yourself? Yes, sure. Um, currently, I'm a student who is uh, writing a thesis, which is a pretty tough job, actually. And I did some startups before. And myself, I'm from Uzbekistan. Uh, this is my home country. Uh, and I had some experience of doing the startups there. And then I moved to London. I was living there three years. And because of my wife, three years ago, I moved to Germany. And I find it really cool to live here as we live in Frankfurt and Rhein-Main and uh, it's a very cool region to live and I can see for the last year or two years or so that the startup activity here is uh, much more better than it was before. I would totally agree with you not only speaking about uh, that we now do have two fintech incubators I just found today just randomly because they started to follow our German channel startuprate.io on Twitter. By the way, if you like us, share it. We're there on Facebook. We're there on Twitter. Like us, follow us, share us. And I did encounter today a venture capital firm that is apparently also having some type of incubator seat assistance program now based here in Frankfurt. I was not aware of it. It's basically for web-based services companies and stuff like that. It's called Gatemill, gatemill.com. Never heard about those guys before, but a startup accelerator and equity partner. I also had experience, never been there yet, but I also would like to go and visit. There is an incubator which was started by the Commerzbank. I think you probably heard about it. Uh, it's also interesting. Oh yeah, mine incubator. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the two fintech incubators I was referring to, the other one being Gründermaschine. Okay. Have you been there? Yes, and they actually do a lot of events between the towers. Okay. It is called, and it's the first Tuesday in a new month, and it's really, really nice. Cool. Yeah, there are always uh, something new happening uh, almost every month, which is really good. I would even say almost daily. <laughs> That would be even better. <laughs> Actually, we did also bring you some news before Elda can talk much more about his involvement in all, including the startup scene in Germany and everything around it. Actually, the month of April felt a little bit like the month of takeovers. Rocket Internet bought Munich-based logistics company Volo. The German wellness marketplace Wellmio was sold to Dutch Treatwell. Oxford Dictionaries bought Hamburg-based bab.la, babla, windeln.de, meaning diapers, a baby and children marketplace and IPO candidate, bought Czech company Fido, My Dumont bought Berlin-based travel content producer Trips by Tips, Blablacar bought Mitfahrgelegenheit, also a German ride-sharing website, and Viber bought Falk Realtime, a Düsseldorf-based company. Yeah, there is a lot of happened, actually, and uh, there is so much famous names that you listed. Just right now, for example, the Babla, uh, I use it myself, and uh, the Windeln, I think we will come back to it today as well, yeah? Yes, but on the other hand, there is now something called Deutsche Börse 
value network where, from what I understand, companies can register if they are interested in the IPO and can kind of start meeting potential investors and start talking to them and kind of get a feel for the market if there's currently the right demand to get listed in the market. We did tweet about it and there are currently 12 companies in this value network. So it's a kind of a marketplace. Actually. No, not a marketplace per se, because uh, Deutsche Börse was burned pretty badly when the Neue Markt, the new market, uh, the German equivalent of Nasdaq first, was fired up, I think, 13 times. It really went sky high and then it fell down and was eventually closed and they did not want to repeat an experience like that. Someday I think they would try once again because the activity of the startups right now is mainly in the tech industry, which is not in use. And for example, that news with the window planning an IPO. And I remember, I, I never heard about such IPOs before, but I remember two, three years ago, there was IPO happened with Tinga. I don't know if you are playing games. There is a game, Farm Wheel. Yeah, so, I used to play it. it. It was eating a lot of my yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That was, uh, you was one of the clients, one of the customers. And then I remember that their stock price was quite high. And right now, I just checked it today. It is seven times smaller than it was in the beginning. So it was about $15 per share at, uh, two years ago. And right now, it's about 2 $3. And uh, there is another also case uh, with the Candy Crush saga. I don't know. I'm sure you're playing as well. I used to. They also went IPO and they were quite successful, but I still doubt because the game industry works like this. When the game is popular, you get a lot of attention. You can do IPO, but when the interest is declining, you could be really not at your, not at your proper place. Yeah, that's totally right. You get a news that uh, TV show Hurley de Loven, which uh, did successfully their first season is now have a competition with the synchronized Shark Tank TV show, Shark Tank episodes, which will be presented in Germany in English right now. There's some IPOs getting ready. Seller of baby articles, Windel.de, plans to IPO and Frankfurt Stock Exchange. Does it make sense for an e-commerce site to go for an IPO and raising additional capital? We're not sure, but we'll pay close attention to this. The next news is about our famous Rhein-Main startup, which is called Kobe Bike. And the founder of this startup was already uh, at Startup Radio, and we did interview with him. And there is another new uh, news coming, a good news for Kobe Bike, that uh, it raised a 4 million euro investment from interested investors, and uh, we are pretty happy. And wish luck to Kobe Bike. Uh, For everybody who did not hear our uh, episode, because we only did it in German, we did it on Product Hunt here in Frankfurt. And actually, uh, it is something like people do with uh, smart cars. They are trying to apply to bikes. So meaning you're now talking, it's going to be really awesome. And it was one of the most successful Kickstarter campaigns from Germany. Also, I've been a few days ago to the Bankathon, which is a fintech hackathon here in Germany. It was the first time and was done in Frankfurt. And I did some interviews in German again. Really sorry about it. In order to give you a little impression, there were more than 80 people there. There were more than 20 teams and they were all working with some type of online banking software called Figo. 
and OCR software that can read, for example, bills. So you could work with both in order to make it work. And I've been also attending the fast track pitch event of Startup Bootcamp Fintech. And it was actually very nice. We did attend the morning session there. And it's strongly recommended if you're by accident not in Germany, they're going around the world and holding some pitch events, which is kind of a very good way to get into their accelerator programs, either in London or in Singapore. So look out for it and listen to our interview with the CEO of Startup Bootcamp Fintech Track. There was another event, Startup Weekend Space in Bremen last month. And unfortunately, I couldn't take part in it, but uh, my friends were there. And what was also really nice that they had a live stream on the Internet, so I was able to uh, see it. And I would say that was on a really nice level. Attention was uh, to the space because entrepreneurship in space is right now a pretty hot topic after the SpaceX and Elon Musk and so on. So the European Space Agency is trying to promote the business incubation center, which they have. And uh, it's really a good opportunity for all startups to submit their idea and pitch uh, their idea to business incubation center, uh, where they have a pretty good funding for the first year. And yeah, I would say that anyway, it's a good idea to work towards space, entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Do you by accident remember where the ESA incubator is located? ESA incubator, they have several around all Europe. I don't remember how many exactly, but I'm sure even more than six or seven. And in Germany, uh, there is one in Darmstadt. And there are Which is not an accident, we got to tell the people, because it's not too far away here from Frankfurt. And it's also the operations control center of European Space Agency located in Darmstadt. So therefore, it kind of makes sense that there's also a, an accelerator there. Yeah, exactly. And the second one is in Byron, in Westlink. And I know that they have a deadline soon. They have deadline submissions. So everyone can submit two times a year there. And the next uh, submission deadline in a week time, I guess. Okay, cool. So the last thing remaining would be to talk a little bit about you and your way here to Germany and how, how do you feel about the entrepreneurial spirit here in Germany. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. It was quite funny that actually the first country in Europe, which I visited, was Germany and the first city was Frankfurt. I don't remember exactly, but it was, I think, about how many? Nine years ago. And when I came first time in Frankfurt, I never ever thought that I will live here. Never. Because I always wanted to live in United Kingdom in London. That was my dream to study there. So I realized it. And then that's how life is working. I moved to Germany because of my wife. And I'm here already for three years and I'm doing my MBA right now. So I'm almost finished with it, writing a thesis and also had an experience of working with the startups here in Rhein-Main in Frankfurt. And I do remember first time we met was on the startup weekend here in Frankfurt. Yeah. Last year in October, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My idea was one of the ideas who won, but unfortunately we didn't proceed. But I think the idea was pretty nice and it also related to what I am looking for because uh, I have an opinion that the people who are working, if they have a little bit of time, they need to contribute it somehow. 
and everyone uh, has interest. And for example, myself, I have interest in entrepreneurship and data. These are my two interests. And I'm trying to contribute to the local community, helping uh, to organize such events related to the startups. And I'm trying to take part at such events myself. That's where we met at the Startup Weekend. Yeah, exactly. And also, I had experience of working with Lab75 here in Frankfurt. And the guys there are really cool. And uh, they have the same opinion about the startup community here that really changed and changed a lot in a positive way. And there are pretty so many events happening here, like Product Hunt and the coming hackathon. Startup Weekend. Startup Weekend, exactly. There. Yes. Now we do have three accelerators here in Frankfurt. I mean, that's quite something. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty happy to see that. And I also mentioned, I also saw that there was not so many meetups before, about two years ago. And right now, with the help of this website, meetup.com, I can see the new groups which are appearing every day. And there are many, many groups to a particular niche or topic, and including the startups, of course. There's a Gründer, Stammtisch, and Frappe for the university, Unibeta. And I think that's pretty well that uh, people, uh, even if they have a main job in a big company, they are finding time at the end of the day to come to such small events to small groups and uh, share the experience and learn from someone. One of the things which where I contribute myself is also a TEDx Rheinmine. Pretty sure that uh, everyone heard about the TED and TEDx talks. Not they're popular for their 18-minute talks where everyone who has, has an idea can present his or her idea on the stage. And all these talks are recorded and everyone can find them uh, in YouTube. But what was pretty funny that uh, last year I contacted TEDx Rheinmine myself and I had a cool idea and uh, I wrote them about this idea and then I faced their reality. They told me that having an idea is not enough to be a TEDx speaker. You need to already do something to bring this idea into reality. And then I had a chance to meet the A-team of TEDx Rheinmine and the guys are really nice and what they are doing, great job. And then actually I decided to join them. If I can't be a TEDx speaker, I can be a TEDx organizer. And I can say that it's not less fun than being a TEDx speaker. Organized TEDx events is a cool experience. And we are working right now on a quite big project. It's called Data Now. And the slogan for it is Decoding the Future. The main idea of it that uh, we will have a main event, a conference, a saloon at the end of September. And uh, together with our partners, we decided that it would be really nice to bring this idea to make it much popular. The idea is that uh, everyone can be a data node and you don't need to be a data scientist to start working with data. And there are so many opportunities and possibilities that you can do with the data right now. Not only in statistics or physics or mathematics, you can use the data daily life. So the idea of the data notes was that we uh, start the data notes contest and everyone had a chance to submit idea uh, during the last three months. And at the end of April, we had a deadline. And uh, right now, the jury will choose 10 best ideas out of the all submissions. Then they will be invited to the uh, pitch day at the end of April, where the five best ideas will be chosen. And then they will have three months to bring their idea into life with the help of part. And then 
One of uh, those five prototypes will be a TEDx speaker and will present his idea in September from the TEDx stage. And we are looking forward to it. And I'm pretty sure that there could be a really interesting ideas for startups there. And I'm sure that the people who were submitting the ideas would like to bring them into life. Yeah, of course, TED and TEDx is not about business or startups, but anyway, it's a really nice source of uh, inspiration and innovation for startups. Could you also provide a link for our audience where they could apply to, to this program? Yeah, unfortunately, this ideation phase is over right now. Awesome. And everybody, of course, can find a little bit more now how for those with vision, for example, three ways to attract top tier talent in a tech hub, how VCs value companies and stuff like that. So go to www.startuprate.io and check our website out as well as news. Elda, yep. it was very great having you here. Yeah, me too. Looking forward to talking to you more often and hopefully uh, next time Alyssa will join us again great if you like it share it and find us on Twitter and Facebook thank you yeah, thank you bye bye